You're listening to Creatives Making Money, the podcast for creatives who are on a mission to do the work they feel most called to do and make some money while they do it. This is a show for the makers, the dreamers, the doers, the creators, the artists, the crazy ones, and the ones who are determined to consciously build the life and career of their dreams. Here, we don't just believe in getting your dream job, we believe in creating it. So what does creative success even look like? How do we live a fully expressed, abundant AF life? That's precisely what we're here to find out. My mission with Creatives Making Money is to conduct 100 interviews with successful creatives and those who love and support them about money, career, and the process of making and doing what they most love, including all of the ups, downs, and in-betweens. I'm your host, Jamie Jensen, writer, storyteller, filmmaker, serial entrepreneur, and shameless creator. No matter where you are in your creative and financial journey, I'm here to help you create like you mean it. Hello and welcome to the Creatives Making Money podcast. My name is Jamie Jensen. And I'm excited to share this episode with you, which is an episode that is very dear to my heart, how to make great money as a writer. So if you, like me, were bitten by the creative bug as a kid, which you must have been, otherwise, what would you be doing listening to creators making money? Um, If you love playing in the land of imagination and also ended up smart and savvy enough to believe that you could be a professional writer... (laughs) but then we're faced with the huge smack of, oh geez, how will I ever make money doing this? Then this episode is for you. Because number one, I've been there. And number two, making money as a writer is not only possible, but it's actually an excellent way to make a living. The third thing I wanna say about this is that opportunities for writers are actually expanding right now. They're expanding and have been expanding as we continue to move more and more digital and online as a society and in a moment of social distancing and of brick and mortar businesses sort of having to shut down or slow their operations due to pandemic lifestyle um, that is only becoming more and more relevant in this moment and while some industries and areas are contracting the online space and the space for online business is expanding and that space requires writers for it to run so I'm going to get off my soapbox about that opportunity for a second right now to just go over really the various ways that you can make money as a writer because there are a myriad of ways and there might be ways that you've been considered or ways that might be like, well, this is my dream way of making money as a writer. So I just want to go through some of the realities of all of these different areas because over my many years as a writer, I've explored a lot of these areas on a professional level. So... You can take your wordsmithing skills to the bank after this episode. So first of all, if you want to make money as a writer, the biggest question is how do you want to make money as a writer? And what I want to help you understand today is uh, what is the best way to make great money as a writer? What's the fastest way? What's the way that's going to be the most rewarding for you and for your bank account? So before we get into all the options, it's important that you ask yourself, like, what do you even love about writing and what kind of writing do you enjoy the most? Um, I bring this up because there are so many ways to make great money as a writer. And I think that for some people, you know, writing is a creative pursuit. It's a creative habit. It's something that they that you might 
love doing. Um, you might want to write fiction or even nonfiction. There's an area for you to share your voice, share your story. And that's something that you feel called to do. But it might not necessarily be a skill you want to use to make money. Maybe you have another thing you do to make money and writing is something you want to pursue creatively, but you don't necessarily want to pursue it as a revenue generating area of your life. And that's totally cool. Um, If you want to consider it as a revenue generating area of your life, let's talk about options. So work for hire, right? Versus work in it. So I mentioned this because there's a type of writing where you're a work for hire and there's a type of writing where you're sort of hustling your own your own brand your own voice your own stuff out there and those are two different things okay so i mention this because being a writer for hire of any capacity is 9 times out of 10 going to be more financially rewarding and more financially rewarding more quickly than any other version of choosing writing and trying to turn money out of words So there are a few different ways that you can be a writer for hire. There's tons of content writing available, positions, um, lots of different areas of specialization in that. And of course, copywriting, which is what I have built my business on um, and is my personal area of expertise and also the area where I genuinely feel is the best place to go make money as a writer. Um, And we'll talk more about why that is in just a minute. Um, And then there's the other side of it where you have something to say, you have um, a voice that you want to express through a brand, either as an influencer or a blogger or an author um, or as like a a writer, editorial writer for like publications, articles, all that stuff. Um, And so all of that stuff is relevant. So we're going to get into a little bit of like the pros and cons of each and why I specifically recommend what I recommend also. So when it comes to, you know, copywriting versus blogging versus creative writing, the area where you can sort of turn revenue around on each of those is very different, right? So copywriting or like content writing, writing for hire um, with the intention to be for marketing and sales. So what even is copywriting? If you're new and you're like, what the hell is copywriting even? Copywriting really is, at the end of the day, it's writing that is designed, like it's writing that is designed to help market and sell products, services, offers, etc. So copy is, it's writing for business. It's writing with the intention to sell, with the intention to make money, with the intention to have a place in the overall marketing journey. What do I mean when I say marketing journey? So in, in business and marketing, right, there's levels of awareness and there's different types of copy that are required at different stages of awareness for a customer. And so when we're talking about awareness stages, we're typically talking about, um, let's say you're driving down the street and you see a billboard, you have now become aware and there's an impression made on you that like this brand exists or this product exists and you might have curiosity about it. There might be a website listed. You might just be interested but you've like, it's kind of tapped your awareness. Like, okay, now I'm aware there's this product, it's it exists. You know, maybe it's, you know, there's a lot of billboards around LA for Parachute, which I believe is, um, it's like a betting brand. And so I'm like, okay, I've heard of this brand. This is interesting, I have awareness about it. You know, maybe the next time I hear about it, it's because 
I see an ad. You know, there's an ad fed to me through my phone where they're directly saying like why the brand is great. Or maybe I see an influencer that I know on social media using the brand and talking about it because they have a brand deal with Parachute. And so now I've seen it in a billboard. I've seen it, you know, with a trustable figure who I I trust their recommendations. And so the level of awareness is building from like, okay, I understand that this brand exists to I'm now interested and now I'm considering as a buyer. So maybe now I go to the website and I start checking out, oh, well, what makes Parachute different? What makes it special? Or maybe I'm scrolling their Instagram account considering all the different types of uh, bed sheets that they offer and why they're special and different and how they feel. I start imagining myself using that bedding and I start like experiencing the the stage of consideration, which is when you're making the actual buying decision. Now, copywriting can have a place in any of those stages. Um, the type of copywriting that I typically specialize in is at the consideration stage where someone is very close to buying or they're very aware and they're already they're already in the buying decision phase. They're like, okay. And that is typically known as direct response copywriting, but there is some some brand style copywriting that sort of goes along with that. And because that work is attached to a sale, it typically yields a high amount of money in terms of what you can get paid to do it. So I love it. It's what I've built my business on. I believe in it. Um, but I also want to cover all these other areas and ways that you can make money as a writer. So if you decide to go the route of blogger, you know, you're passionate, you want to share what you know, you want to share resources, you want to share lifestyle tips, maybe you want to write recipes, um, food, health-related stuff, you know, whatever your area of expertise is or if it sort of like runs the gamut, there's room for you to make money doing that in a few different ways. You know, if you build an audience as a blogger, you know, blogger, influencer, content creator, as a, you know, writing content, and this could be blog on a website it could be content on social media obviously there's also vlogging on youtube like there's different ways that that content can sort of be expressed in the world but specifically as a writer let's call it blogging um you can create you if you as you build an audience and you have engagement and awareness for your brand you then become that person in that buying journey where someone trusts you knows you likes you and when you recommend something they want to buy it because they trust you so you can then get brand deals right? Um, I have my friend Julie Solomon, who is an expert at helping bloggers and influencers secure brand deals in addition to many other things. She's going to be joining us for an episode on this podcast later this year. So I'm really excited for her to share more of the brand deal backend stuff with you and like other branding and influencer tips and strategies. But that's that's the way you would turn blogging into revenue. Another way you can turn blogging into revenue is by creating your own products and selling them. So you're not making money off of the writing. What the writing is doing for you at this at that stage is it's helping you build and collect an audience, a community that you can sell to, and then you are able to then promote products, whether they're your products or someone else's products or just a brand in general. So there are different ways that you can turn that into revenue and turn that into money, and that's how you would do it. Now, building the audience takes time. That's not something that happens overnight. It could take a three three to five years of consistent content creation with the right people sharing your stuff and the right strategies in place for you to get to a place where you can make uh, you know a six figures a year living you know living off of it so that's just something to keep in mind in terms of like time invested and how long it takes to truly build an audience that you can um, then monetize right and then creative writing 
So we're just going to stick that into its own bucket for a second and I'm going to get into a little more specificity on like the narrow areas of this. But let's say that you, whether you're writing creative nonfiction or creative fiction or whether you're a screenwriter like me, like I write movies, I'm also working on some TV pilots and scripts now. Um, and I consider that a creative pursuit. Like there is an opportunity for me to turn that into revenue and like I choose to not treat my creative writing as a commodity. That's a choice. My choice is there's, you know, I have scripts with producers um, at this moment, like feature scripts that are set up with producers and they're in the stage of, of, okay, well, we need to put this project together and then we'll finance it and the green light. And there's so many stages to the process and it's very much, um, it's an, it's a very uncertain area. It's sort of could go your way, could not go your way. A lot can change. There, it's not kind of a house of cards in terms of how the entertainment business works, particularly with feature films and particularly with feature films now. With us moving away from theaters and into more streaming, it's shifted the financial model of the industry. A lot has changed. So I'm not going to go into all of the like underlying business details and cash flow projections and all the finance stuff on that end for you because like it'll put you to sleep. But what's important to keep in mind about that is, you know, I've chosen to run my life in such a way where I have consistent revenue based on a skill that I can turn around and ways that I can support and help people. And then on the other end of it, like I have my creative writing, which I sort of hold in a different space that is not about me paying the bills or putting food on the table or paying my rent or making sure that I'm good or that I'm hitting financial goals. Doesn't mean that they won't turn into revenue at some point. Absolutely not. But you have to look at like um, what's realistic and what what's, you know, if you're, if you can make money at a casino, it doesn't mean that you're going to make your entire living gambling, right? So you decide what your risk tolerance is at different stages and creative writing is something that absolutely can make money for you, but uh, you want to be mindful about how you want to build that into your life and where you want to look at it in terms of money. You know, there's only so many, you know, um, best-selling authors. There's only so many, you know, screenplays that actually get made and sold. And it doesn't mean that it can't happen because it does happen, but it means that like we can't live with the expectation that it will and plan our lives as if that's definitely happening. I mean, not if we want to like <laughs> know that we're going to make a great living and, and create the lifestyle that we want to create for ourselves um, using our talents. And by the way, when you're a talented writer, my feeling is the world should experience your talent, your genius. You should be paid um, well, you should be valued for the work that you're delivering, for the results that it gets for people. And it doesn't necessarily need to be like directly attached to one area of expression. And so I say that because I think that we make we it's easy for us to make it mean one thing or the other. But my whole attitude about financials is like it doesn't money will show up. It doesn't matter where it comes from. It doesn't make you less of any part of you because the revenue comes from specifically from this area and not from another area like you still get to be all of you and you get to be flexible about that when you have um a business and you treat you treat your talent and skills as a business you then get to create the flexibility to to build your own schedule and create and write as you'd like to so the author life (laughs) Now, as I was saying, there are absolutely authors that 
make money. You know, there are some best-selling authors that just from book sales alone make money, but I can tell you, you know, from having conversations with a lot of friends of mine who are published authors, who are best-selling authors, who have had book deals, you know, it's possible to get a six-figure book deal, but that's just one book. Unless you're writing one book a year, um, consistently that is a bestseller that is performing highly and you're at that level and you are that author it's not realistic to expect that you're going to make money off of book sales as an author particularly not today Um, a lot of authors actually make more money when they self-publish and what that means is it's your job to also build your audience and do your own marketing which is why like great if you're a blogger and you build your own audience like you will get the opportunity to pay maybe get a book deal you will get the opportunity to self-publish a book and make even more money off of it self-publishing but again is that going to be the highest earning potential you have with your blog and with your writing maybe maybe not most of my friends who are successful authors have businesses behind the scenes that are what their actual income generating vehicle is so the lifestyle is never lock yourself in a room and write all day um, and like the money just shows up and comes in, right? The lifestyle is always some blend of this is the business and like this is the time that I spend writing too. So deciding how to be with that, sit with that and how you want to turn your skills over, you know, to create that flexible revenue for you to do your work as a writer is important, right? So just getting clear about that. Like even a Rachel Hollis, for example, She's an author. She's a best-selling author. I don't know all of the numbers on the revenue of her books, but what I know is that she has a business on the back end. She's doing events. She's doing programs. She's selling other things. It's not just book sales. Um, In a lot of ways, the book is is a marketing tool for other things that she's selling and doing. So I mention this because you can want all of that. Like, please want all of that. You know, if you have a message to share um, and something to bring the world in that way, like, do it please do it um but let's let's just be conscious of you know i think this dream of getting a book deal and being an author and like that being your primary job it's not that it can't happen but it happens for so few people and it has absolutely nothing to do with your talent or what you have to bring or give so i just mentioned this I mentioned this because it's it's in the list of ways you can make money as a writer. It's not that like a $50,000 book deal or a six-figure book deal isn't significant and isn't money, but when we're thinking about your long-term career and trajectory, you know, what is sustainable and consistent? So that's that. Another option is ghostwriting, right? That's still it's a writer for hire, it's another type of writer for hire. Um When we talk about ghostwriting, we're talking about usually someone's hiring you to write the book for them. And so there are publishing houses that bring on ghostwriters. Um, I have a few friends who work with ghostwriters because they help their clients uh, write and publish their books, self-publish their books. And ghostwriting is great. I think the average average fee a writer gets paid to write a book for someone else is about $30,000, which isn't nothing. Um, it's totally, it's a great way to make money. I actually know a lot of copywriters who started their copywriting business and in, in having a copywriting business attracted clients who then wanted them to ghostwrite their books for them. So, um, creating that shingle as a copywriter does open those doors. You then sort of connect with clients who are excited to have you do the writing for them. Um, the beautiful thing about being a writer for hire is people always want someone else to write for them because there's only so much writing they can do for themselves. So there's lots of room there for work. It's a great option. 
Another thing I want to talk about is journalism and articles and that sort of thing. So I don't personally know any journalists. I can't speak exactly to what that um, career path entails or what the jobs are, the salaries are, all of that stuff. Um, my friends in media are not are not in like news media as much as um, you know entertainment. And I do have friends that work in media. And then I have a friend, a couple friends of mine come on the podcast to talk about more about media, how to get published, how to get your voice out there, how to pitch articles, all of that stuff. So if that's something that's interesting to you, it is coming. Don't you worry. Um, however, what I do want to tackle is how much money you can make pitching and writing articles for publications, for magazines, that sort of thing. You know, some of us, there, you know, you might dream of doing travel writing um, or food writing or another type of writing. I had a phase in my life where I thought, I just want to be a food writer. <laughs> And I, I, there are some publications that pay like I believe $1,000 for a piece. Um, I think the going average is closer to 300 for like an article or a piece that gets published around that rate. And that's if the publication even pays the writer, which oftentimes they don't. Oftentimes it's an opportunity to be published, which is a great reason. Like if you want to write a book, it's great to be published in the media. The more you are, the more you've built your platform, the better chance of getting a book deal. So there's a lot of different benefits and reasons to want to get published in the media, to publish articles, all of that stuff. However, making a living doing it is challenging. You have to pitch a lot to get a yes, um, and then you finally get a yes, and it might mean a $300 job or a $500 job um, or a $1,000 job maybe at the most, whereas if you were pitching yourself for a copywriting project or if you had set up your copywriting business to have clients and leads come directly to you, you're in a position where people are coming to you, you know, willing to pay a couple thousand dollars because the level of value you're delivering for their business and for them is it's probably actually worth a lot more than that to them. Um, you're in a better position to create a really, really, really wonderful living for yourself in a way that just requires a lot less um, working really hard to try to get a $300 or $500 project or commission. And the other thing I'll say is like, that's what it costs, but it's not like you're getting paid more to do revisions with the editor or rewrites. Like, it's just what it is. So yeah, something, things to think about, right? Things to think about, ways to make money as a writer. Now, there's also social media, which I know we touched on in terms of like blogging, influence, influencer path. You know, if you are building your Instagram or even like TikTok, although I wouldn't even consider TikTok like a writer's, a writer's, it's not a writer's forum. There's Medium, you know, there's other places to publish articles. At this stage, I would say that that is more marketing for something else that you're doing or selling, a product, a service for your business, et cetera, versus a way to make money as a writer, right? Like we talked about with the blogging, blogging, influencer stuff. Now, with social media, um, another way you can make money as a writer is content writing for social media for other people. So it's another version of copywriting. It's another version of content writing. Writing blogs for someone else is another version of that. And being that writer for hire, it's just a particular skill set that you're bringing to the table. But that is a very um, simple way to get paid to write for someone else. Now, if you want to talk about screenwriting, which I'm perfectly happy to discuss, after all, I've spent years of my life focusing primarily on that medium of writing and expression, that craft. 
I believe in the history of my life, having two produced projects and now three with producers at this moment that are in the process of getting made, um, I've made at this point about $30,000 total in all of my years working in film. Now, I could be off by $1,000 or so, but the reason I bring this up is it's not that there isn't money and it's not that there can't be a ton more in the future, right? It doesn't mean any of that. But what it means is that there isn't a consistent, repeatable certainty around the revenue that that delivers to my life. Does that mean it won't in the future? No, it's a big unknown. But what is not a big unknown is how much money copywriting delivers to my life and continues to. So, you know, what I say is that like, I've been, I've literally at this point, I'm working on my 12th feature length script. Um, I'll never stop because <laughs> it's who I am. And I don't do it for the money. Will I receive money from it? Absolutely. But am I doing it for the money? No. $30,000 is like, what was that one year of my NYU education? It's it's nothing, right? Compared to, compared to what I've invested in my education and what's possible in terms of what I could create with copywriting, right? My first year copywriting full-time, um, I hit five-figure months within three months and then 80,000 and then I was making 160,000 the next year and it kept growing from there. So I will never say that copywriting is not the best, best fastest, most efficient and um, rewarding way to make money as a writer. Television writing is another avenue we can touch on. Um, It's also highly competitive like feature film writing. It requires starting at the bottom most of the time and even the jobs that are like assistant jobs in television, which is where they recommend you begin, pay very little um, and they're competitive to get to. They're tough to find, they're there and highly competitive. And with writer's rooms being virtual now, I'm not really sure what it's gonna look like for writer's assistants, to be honest. Um, because that the function of that job often was like an in-person job. So I don't really have an answer to that. Um, but I could bring some TV writers on this show to talk about it a little bit more if that's something that's interesting to you. So as you can see, there isn't one way to make money as a writer. There are multiple ways to make money as a writer. You know, print media, journalism, social media, blogging, pitching, art, you know, so many ways that are possible. But... What I want to point out is, you know, ask yourself what kind of life you want, right? Ask yourself who you want to help and serve. Ask yourself who you'd like to be surrounded by. Because chances are your desire to be a professional writer is is a lot more about the lifestyle or the lifestyle you think it can afford you. So like working from home, working alone, working in a coffee shop, having flexibility, being able to do projects that allow you to travel and and like explore the world and do cool things. Um, or maybe you're interested in working with a team of writers and you like the idea of collaborating with other business owners or entrepreneurs on their projects. Um, or it might just be the opportunity to do something creative or to go take yourself on a retreat and sort of clack away on a keyboard while other people are logging into the office or having a meeting. Um, hustling away so what I want to say is that choosing to be a writer is not choosing to be on vacation 24 7 it takes a degree of hustle and it takes a certain degree of like being really focused and understanding what it is that you're wanting to create for yourself so when you're considering all the different avenues where you can make money as a writer 
I would ask you to consider what is the lifestyle you really desire and like do you want do you want your revenue to be attached to writing? Do you want to like go create a six-figure copywriting business? Do you want to make money a different way and like have space for creative writing? Do you want both of those things? Because getting clear on that is going to help you decide what are the avenues and ways that you could make money with your talent as a writer and what makes the most sense. And the thing that I'm going to ask you to remember as you step forward into this, whether you want to do, you know, whether you want to write blogs for other people or write social media content or do the direct response copy like I do, you know, the reminder that I want to give you is that even as a freelance writer, you are a business and you're going to want to operate yourself like a business. And you can do that and still give yourself that lifestyle. You can work from home, travel, work in a coffee shop, have that flexibility. I mean, a lot of people are working from home now anyway, Um, but it gives you a lot of flexibility to be doing just the writing projects. So if you want to learn more about how to have a six-figure copywriting business, um, the next episode that I'm dropping next week is called The Six Pillars of a Six-Figure Copywriting Business. So I'm going to walk you through all the different pieces that you need because it's also possible to have a copywriting business and not hit six figures or struggle to hit six figures. And I've worked with lots of copywriters over the years, mentoring them in their business. So I have a process that I've sort of created through that after seeing all the different things that they were doing where they you know, were making less money than they could be. So I'm gonna share all of that in next week's episode And I'm looking forward to having you tune in. If you had an aha from this episode, I would love to hear it. Please go to the group, creatorsmakingmoney.com slash group. Join us in the Facebook group. I would love to hear your ahas, downloads. If there is a way of writing that you desire um, to move forward with, whether it's a book, becoming a published author, getting articles published, or simply just making more money as a writer, getting those clients and doing better work for them. I would love to know. Are you a talented writer who's aching to hit that six-figure mark with a copywriting business? Because if so, I've got good news for you. Doors are now open for a special case study round of my program, Create Your Six-Figure Copywriting Business. In it, you'll learn and implement the agency-style approach that had me hitting five-figure months just three months after going full-time in my business. Let me show you how to make the most money possible as a writer for hire, because you know you're that good, and a few tweaks to your business will allow that value to finally show up in your bank account. If this is you, I am not kidding, go to my Instagram right now at Jamie Lynn Jensen and send me a DM that says six figures, and I'll send you all the details. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Creatives Making Money, and please don't go anywhere without subscribing. My hope is that the show becomes the therapy you didn't have to pay for and gives you all the know-how, confidence, and ahas you need to succeed on your journey. Sharing how you connected with this episode really makes my day, so please tag me on Instagram at Jamie Lynn Jensen and let me know how this episode helped you. Sharing that with a rating and review also helps me reach more awesome humans like you, and I so appreciate it. If you're looking to connect with more listeners and like-minded creatives like you as well, and also with me, please join us in the private Creatives Making Money Facebook group at creativesmakingmoney.com slash group. It's totally free to join. And as always, you can find all important links and details in this episode's show notes available at creativesmakingmoney.com. Do not hesitate to head over there right now and grab all the goodies. And as always, create like you mean it.